purpose in many ways is not self-centered. It's actually self-giving. But you can never have purpose if you can feed yourself, if you can have any clothes to wear, or you don't even have a job. What's the purpose there? Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Life Show. And we are now on episode 55. And for this week's episode, I'm chatting with Jan Paul de Guzman. Jan is the chief creative and owner of Frost Design and Consulting Group Incorporated, formerly known as Rain Creative Lab. It's a Manila-based web design agency with a taste for handcrafted web experience. Jan started as young as 16 years old and has been serving the creative market for over 14 years now. In this episode, we talk about his design life stories from ground up, why purpose and profit should work hand in hand, what purpose actually means and how do you find it, and the importance of sharing yourself to others and much, much more. So make sure to stick around until the end and I'm super pumped to share this episode with Jan and I really learned a lot from this and had fun as well and finally I had Jan on the podcast and I'm really grateful for that opportunity to have him on the show so hopefully you'll find this valuable as much as I do all right so for those who are asking how to support the show you can go to the designlifeshow.com that's the designlifeshow.com and you will find all the informations you need and don't forget to subscribe on any of your favorite podcast app all right and hopefully uh, if you find this valuable please leave a review on apple Podcasts or itunes in that way you are helping me to reach more people all right so let's go jump into this week episode so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. And I'm super, super stoked right now. And actually, we're recording it at 7.30 p.m. Uh, in the evening, right? So, um, And it's been a long overdue, so I've been inviting him for in the podcast, to be on the podcast. And finally, Jan Paul de Guzman is here, so... Uh, I think you've heard the name before or might uh, might know him uh, with his uh, awesome works and cool stuff going on with with this, this with this company and I'm a fan as well with uh, with some of his work so uh, glad to have you on the show Jan how are you Jan hey hey, hey thank you guys uh, well thank you for for inviting me uh, I think this is long overdue <laughs> so thank you thank you very much for the opportunity uh, there yeah. Yeah, it's my okay. pleasure. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for carving some time to be on the podcast. I know you're super busy. You're super busy. And it's really, it really means a lot. And uh, just to give context to this episode, so for those who are might not familiar with you or with the works you are doing, can you share a little bit about your background and your a little bit about your personal life? 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, well, I'm a I'm the chief creative of uh, Frost Design Consulting Group. For all these, some people may recognize Rain Creative Lab as my starting point. That that was my first company. Then I rebranded to Frost. So for, for others know me from from that. Uh, but we're we're a design and communications group. We handle a lot of communications work. This specifically digital consulting. Uh, development and anything to do with with computers, I, I guess. But mostly, it's about communication and design. So yeah, I've been in the industry for uh-huh. for a very long time. I started. I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I was a freelance designer back then. I was working with Macromedia Flash until uh, I, I I started my own uh, company. And then there you go. Until now, it's still running, kicking, yeah. if I may put it. Yeah. There you go. So uh, just to, I know, you know, I'm just curious, what's the experience growing up as a Filipino creative uh, in the Philippines usually, right? So I think a lot of Asian family may, might relate in this, uh, you know, <laughs> some unconventional right. path, right? So can you share your yeah. experience about that? Okay. My, I was never really destined to become a designer. Mm-hmm. My parents want, wanted me to become a doctor. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's their dream. Unfortunately, and then maybe this is, I will always say, serendipitous moment in my life that uh, a company where we were working for a project, a video editing project, uh, I discovered them and then I, I, I was fascinated about the work. Then I created some opening animation title for the video project we were working. And then that started the mm-hmm. whole thing. I was already taking up mm-hmm. uh, entrance exams for BS Bio and medicine pre-med uh, courses. And I always say that I'm not a uh, very academically uh, gifted person. So uh, yes, most of my entrance college exam, I failed. And there's this moment that I told my mom and my parents that I don't think that I meant to become a doctor. So instead, I, just, I, I, I pushed them and I want to be someone who works with computer. Anything to do with computer, IT. Uh, IT back then was yeah. uh, was the main course to take. So, but my mom didn't uh, appreciate it or didn't understand why I'm going to take computer. Their argument that computer will be uh, was that it, it's only a fad that you will never get to have anything there. So it it was a I think it was an uphill battle. Yes. But because I I really believe in what. I, I'm, I'm going to do, and I, I think that my future is really in computer. So I pushed through. And the only college that accepted me was University of Asia and the Pacific. And I was fortunate enough to, to be accepted there and, and pursue my, my degree in, in IE. Yeah. So was it, was it uh-huh. easy? It's, it's hard to convince <laughs> them because uh, as a traditional family, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know anything about computer. I came from the time where dial-up is still a thing. And <laughs> there's a transition between dial-up to, to modem or DSL. Yeah. We, we, I've experienced that, that, that life. So you have to, we, I, we have to put into context the, the anxiety of my parents, uh, no, not knowing the future of this industry whatsoever. But, uh, I think that's part of the gamble. And we, whether it, it pays off, uh, time will only tell. So, yeah. And there you go. You're uh, you're uh, creating a lot of great stuff right now, right? So that's really cool. And and I'm I'm super 
uh, you know, in, uh, inspired with what you shared. I, I think the stories uh, of you, uh, I think a lot of creatives, especially those aspiring creatives that, you know, are just getting started or lost or don't know what to do right now. Because uh, I think uh, for me, the journey is really valuable. And if you uh, share it with others and it's really, it's really might might change their life right so yeah bro so uh, can you can you share your your first uh, you know first uh, encounter with with design uh, back then can, okay can you share how how do you started uh, i you mentioned before that uh, you started at 16 years old that's really that's really young man so can you share a little bit about that yeah uh back then when, when i was young my only my only goal was to to be good at this design thing. So I dabbled a lot of, of things, uh, whether it's print, whether it's animation, uh, all sorts of things. My main goal was really uh-huh. try it out mm-hmm. and just just do it. Mm-hmm. So at that 16 year old, my, my, my motivation there is to really uh, see what, what, what will came out of this. Mm-hmm. So, the the experience there was just to create an animation for a video project was really a jump start to everything that I'm doing right now. So wow. yeah, it's 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 cool. really yeah. it's about trying mm-hmm. something and getting things out there. Mm-hmm. It's not about the money, nothing yes. closely, uh, nothing that I I think it, there's nothing that I can see that I'm doing now that's uh, it's really far from where I started. It's just really about the work and in being good at it. And yeah, that, that that's basically how I how I started. Then I, I dabbed into programming. I, I dabbed into print, video, uh, anything that there is, anything that you know you can imagine about being a creative. I, I've tried it. I tried it, yeah. and then I failed some. Mm-hmm. I I excel in some. Uh, I have experience with people telling me that I won't be someone or I, I can't be, I can't accomplish anything. I have those experiences. Uh-huh. People tell that, uh, told me that when I was young. It's, it, it's tough, you know. Uh, yes. So I, I, I worked hard and, uh, I, don't, I, I won't say that I want to prove them wrong, mm-hmm. but that's part of the motivation that yeah, yeah. maybe somewhere, somehow, I can be, I can accomplish something great that other people might find useful or valuable. So uh-huh. that has been my motivation ever since. Ever since. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Do you think, Jan? If, I think we we've, uh, we've talked about purpose and profit uh, yes. offline, right? So uh, no, yeah, yeah. technically online because uh, we're chatting online, online yeah. right? So do do you think that uh, that purpose because of the experiences you you know uh, for a lot of things uh, back then do you think uh, that that's the main reasons why you, you know why you build your purpose as a creative as a as a business owner and a, you know i think you you've been uh, you've been doing a lot of great work and then you have a, you have an employees and you have a, uh, i think you have a lot of mouth under your hood or you, you know yeah you need to mm-hmm. you need to work hard as well right so okay, can you show your yeah. insights about that or what's what's yeah. the i mean how how can you find your purpose i think a lot of creatives right now are really into 
you know, cut up with a lot of rabbit holes, uh, especially in the crowded or in the crowded or really noisy place right now with the internet, with the technology, right? So I, I want to know how, how do you find your purpose and, you know, just keep going on and motivate yourself every day. Okay, great. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. Okay, let me, first I want to uh, put some context here. And, and I'm very vocal about this. And this time I, I'm, very being, I'm being mindful about it. Some people will always look up to me as the one who runs the company. That mm-hmm. I am, I, I'm, I'm the one who makes this thing happen. Uh, just, to, just to ground everyone, I think you're only getting the tip of the iceberg. The real reason why we are here, that mm-hmm. I get, I'm being invited for, for all of this insight, is not, I, I don't really take credit for it. Number one, uh, the reason why we are running as a company, it's because my wife is really a good executive, hands down. I can't yeah. complain anything about it. She's really a good executive. My role really in the company is be the, the mouth that other people will, will, would want to hear because I had the experience mm-hmm. of facing and experiencing the creative life. But many creative always, always want, think that being creative is just doing creative work. Let me, I think, let me tell you now that sure. it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you're going to run a creative agency, or creative group, or being creative and, and serve clients, number one, that you should always remember that at the end of it, it's not the work that we do, right? It's the how we perform the work, right? How can we, the sustainability of the performance of the work so that we can serve more clients, 100%. and then finally make, making sure that you get to eat at the end of the day. I, I, I tried... Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I've been in, in. I've been doing this for quite a long time. But this is my my perspective was different when I was starting. My perspective was really just be good in what I do, be creative, you name it. Be good in in the design. The client would appreciate the design. They will uh, give me adoration and all of that. That's fantastic. I I can't complain about that. But what I've missed was the part that I am a service provider, that I provide service to a client. When you, when you, when you try to, to do that, service is a totally different animal on its own. It involves a lot of communication. It involves a lot of compromise. It involves a lot of operations, things that are not creative in nature. That, that's why my wife, who did a fantastic job of organizing this company that I'm working on right now uh, is a testament that yes, we are doing creative work, but in order for us to do creative work, and then that I will segue to purpose later, is for you to be sustainable first. Client needs to feel that you are serving them well, that you are you are going to be reliable no matter what. You see, you will deliver the work whatever it takes. It needs a lot of guts. Uh, you have to stomach the fact that you have to succumb so much pressure just to deliver the work. And not just a work. You need to deliver quality work. To whatever definition of quality work, uh-huh. people would have different uh, definition. But for us, quality work means we deliver it on time, that the work stands for the values that we represent. Mm-hmm. And then we don't short 
you know, we don't give our clients the short end of the stick. For us, that's quality and that's service. So that's mm-hmm. my uh, my take on being creative and serving in the creative market. Now, there's part there. Ito yung, we were going to segue to purpose. Yeah. In purpose, as as I've I've come to understand by talking to my staff, by talking to my people, experiencing it every day. To be honest, purpose may sound like bullshit, right? Yeah. Not everyone would have purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Not everyone would even grasp the idea of why do I need to have purpose? Because purpose is high up on what we call a hierarchy of need. That's when you've been able to fill your stomach, you already have clothes to wear, you already have uh, a roof in your head to, as, a say, uh, as being safe. Purpose can only happen if you already settle the needs of yourself. Then you transcend yourself in sharing yourself to others mm-hmm. and then seeing a far better picture. Right? That's purpose uh, in, in the context of uh, levels of need. So you need to feed yourself first before you even think about having some sense of purpose. But purpose only happens if you already, uh, I mean, submerge yourself to all sorts of battery. When, when I was a kid, right, my purpose is different. Right? Just be good. But it's really shallow. Being good in the craft is really shallow. The only thing that makes purpose really fantastic is if you can share yourself to others. Purpose, to whatever end it is, is not self-centered. It's actually self-giving. Uh, for designers, oh, what the hell are you talking? Self-giving, it's not <laughs> self-centered. What if my purpose is really just to be good in design? For me, my purpose is being good with design. Yes, that's okay. Uh-huh. But you're only scratching the surface. Because, again, design to whatever, whatever design that you're doing, maybe it's a website, logo, what else, it creates, uh, you know, your impact to, to your client might be your purpose now. But what if you've already done all of those things? Na-serve mo na lahat yung clients na pwede mo serve You've already served the highest of the biggest of client, you've already done a wonderful portfolio, what's next, right? Some people would say, okay, let's just uh, get more money. And then what's next? After getting all the money in the world that you can ever think of, what's next? Then you are going to start asking, what part of me can I give to others? That's what makes purpose meaningful. That's why it's not just the artifacts that we do, not just the design that we create, not just the work that we do that gives us purpose. It's our extension to ourselves and then giving it to others. If you are a creative with a kid, right, that you need to feed the mouth of the kid, your purpose now is not to focus your craft to yourself, but to use your craft so that you can, uh, the result of your craft can give money so that you can feed your kid. Now your purpose goes beyond you from feeding yourself to feeding other people that's on the right that's the basic level that there's also the higher level now we will never be in this world forever at some point you're going to want to live a legacy we were going to die right so the question now for older people that's why you have type uh, taipans or typhoons we're thinking yeah. about legacy mm-hmm. if you're a kid you won't even think about that because that legacy takes a long time to build it takes experience, it takes 
a failure. It takes a lot of stuff for you to think about legacy. But you can start on very simple things like sharing yourself to others. What you're actually doing, right? You're doing this podcast, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're interviewing people because you want to share that insight to others. Your purpose is to share knowledge of others. You're being what we call a bridge so that others can hear the story of people like us who have been here or wonderful people you've interviewed because other people might find value to it, right? That's fantastic because you're trying to share yourself to others. Uh, purpose in many ways is not self-centered. It's actually self-giving. But you can never have purpose if you can feed yourself, if you can have any clothes to wear, or you don't even have a job. What's the purpose there, right? That's why if you ask, I always ask kids now when, when I interview, interview them, what's your purpose in life? I, I would understand if they won't give me a very philosophical answer or very high up in the air. They always give me answer like, I want my parents to travel abroad. I want them to give, uh, give them sustenance. That's, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're, they're young. The, your, your purpose grows with you. But like Simon Sinek say, your why, your reason for living is actually formed when you're young. It depends on the people you talk to, the experience you encounter with, your interaction with your mentor, with your boss, forms your purpose in life. Or even life experiences. You experience with your family, uh, your relatives, everything in your life contributes to your purpose. But again, it comes with time. Because people always think that they should have purpose now. My suggestion yeah. mm-hmm. is you don't, uh, I mean, you, you, you don't just arrive at it. Actually, you dis- discover it along the way. And, and I have a five-step, uh, I mean, I have a five-step process on how to get there. Uh, can you show so, that? You five-step there, okay. Ah, sure. Ah, sure. So let's share that with you. Yeah, okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, uh, that's really cool. And, and I, uh, when you're telling those stories, and I, I, uh, I remember a quote said that uh, uh, it's not about the tool, but it's how you using the tool. So mm-hmm. it, it's it, I think it's it's on point on the you know having that purpose in mind or you know it, it's being a purpose driven or whatever it is. Um, at the same time, you have to be practical on it, right? So let's let's say I'm doing the podcast and I need to run it uh, with money as well, right? So I need money. Let's it, right? We all need money to you know to be sustainable, to make it you you know to make good things or or whatever or whatever it is or great things that might people uh, find valuable. So I think I love the 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 things that you mentioned there and. And how about uh, I'm just curious, man. So, so we talk about the purpose, and maybe we we touch uh, a little bit about the, the the part of the business and the profit side. So, can you share your insights? So, and and do you have any insights on how can you know as a as a starting creative professional or a starting business owner uh, as a, as a, as you mentioned before? Can you uh, is there a way that 
you can you know uh you can uh you can balance these two two okay. yeah can you share a little bit a little bit about that mm -hmm. okay great now let me let me go back first it it it, it depends on your yeah. approach mm -hmm. to yes. uh creative creative business right some creatives just want to earn a living uh -huh. So they'll, they'll take anything that they can to earn a living. Ito uh, naman, papatusin. Parang ganun yung idea. Yeah. Right? They're, they're creative mm -hmm. like that. Na, Sige, agapin ko yan, gagawin ko. That's okay. Uh, but you have to understand that whatever you're doing now, okay, you're actually building something for tomorrow. So if you keep on building, pwede na yan. Right? Don't expect that in the future, you'll work with something wonderful or fantastic because you need to build a foundation of great work, of fantastic work to whatever it is so that in the future, clients who will look at your work can see your track record and say, damn, this designer or this one is good. We should work for him. That's the secret of getting more clients. Better, not more clients, better clients. Uh, because good clients discover you, right? Let's 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 be. I, I'm going to uh, to be frank about this. You don't just pick them up in the air and say, "One day I'm going to work with this guy." No, you have to work hard for him, right? Because it's not the reason there is you haven't built and pay your price to get good clients yet. It takes time. I I, I tell you, I when when I was starting out, I, I need to go through all all sorts of clients in order for me to pick the right one mm -hmm. at this stage. At, at at this stage, I am very comfortable to say no to a client. We have to filter them out and vouch for them if we really want to work for them. And yeah, I'm not saying this because I want to. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. because I've already paid the price for mm -hmm. me to attract good clients. Now, let's talk about balance between yeah. being profitable and being creative. Uh, and, and, and people might uh, have different idea here. Uh, at the end of the day, this is business. Right? We can all be romantic about doing great design, fantastic, inspiring design. But at the end of it, it's business. So we have to serve the needs of the client. Where does the maganda part, where does the good uh, design comes in? It's actually in the performance of the craft. Right? It's you performing the craft that makes beautiful work. It, it's not mm -hmm. something that you just do on the end. It's mm -hmm. the performance of the craft. If you, have, if you want to be an excellent designer, Right? You need to practice that every day. So you don't just cut corner, you don't just do that. You work your craft very well. So that in, when the time comes that good clients arrive because they discovered you, the performance of the craft is much more smoother or parang, uh, parang andaling gawin, right? It's famous yeah. for you to perform the craft. You're ready. Right? Now, yeah. Yes, because you're ready. You've been practicing a lot for a very long time. Now, because I'm saying that it's business, there is cost involved. In, 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 in creative uh, industry, time is a commodity. 
right? We have to understand that the, the thing that we're selling is not really the craft. It's the usage of our time. People pay for our time for something valuable that would come through us, right? So if I say I'm going to design something for two hours, someone has to pay that two hours so that uh, it would, I would spend the two hours for me to produce value. Now, to whatever, how you value your two hours, it depends on where you are in the spectrum. Are you really good that you can perform things so that you can have the leverage of charging more, right? Or are you really just starting out and you don't have the leverage to say to a client that you'd be asking for a ridiculous amount of money, right? So there's a balance there. But at the end of it, you still have to feed yourself because you are exchanging time, right, for money. Mm -hmm. Someone has to pay for your time. Uh, for us, when you're, you're already, I, I have, I think, 17 people, right? We are 17 in this organization. They all have salaries. We, all, we have a salary to pay. We have all these expenses yeah. to come. Mm -hmm. How do we balance it out? Uh, and you know, that, that's where operational efficiency comes in. That's where my wife comes in. That's, where, that's why I get to talk to people because she's handling the business side of things. Uh, but th 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 this is a partnership, right? Uh -huh. yeah. uh, she's the one who knows how to get squeeze money out of the client. And then what I do is to rally my team so that we can produce the work so that the client would love it and pay for it. And then at the end of it, we get paid. Then we repeat the same thing over and over again. Right? What we're trying now is to, because we've been in the industry for quite some time, we have the leverage to ask for more. Whether the client would accept that, it depends on their capability of how they will value us. But because of the experience, we have more, uh, we have more bullets in our pocket so that we can uh, prove to them that we are far more valuable compared to others. It's really about uh, comparing values, mm -hmm. uh, how valuable you are compared to other competitors. Right? So for us, you know, this, this topic about balancing profit and yeah. purpose, mm -hmm. uh, we, at, at the end of the day, we have to be profitable. We need to have money to pay for our guys. For our staff, for our office, we need money. So we need to perform the work so that we'll have more money. Where does uh, the creative part come in? It's already in the way we do the work. So we, we do a fantastic job in, in the creative part, but at the end of it, we need to get paid. Right? And then that's a two different thing that a creative should be able to grapple with. And uh, you, you, you don't mm -hmm. just yeah. uh, be good overnight, right? In mm -hmm. yeah, 100%. Life, you, yeah. won't be right? You, you won't be profitable tomorrow. Uh -huh. so some people, mm -hmm. some creative try to short, do a shortcut to all of this. Yeah, right? yeah. Hacking yeah. here, hacking <laughs> there. Yes. To be honest, mm -hmm. great business, great business are marinated in time, right? They are soaked in, uh, you know, they are soaked in bask in the richness of their experience. That's where they get to stand for a very long time. 
that's where that's why they get to work with bigger clients they get to work mm-hmm. with uh, more interesting projects because they've already bathed themselves with experience and experience as we always say takes time it's really tedious it's boring it's yeah, dirty it's, it's nothing <laughs> creative right it, it's yeah. nothing romantic you just have to go through it and 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 take all the mess that comes with it and then at the end of it maybe at uh-huh. the end of it you'll be happy but that, that the first thing that you have to do is to prepare yourself to take whatever dirt that comes your way the result it's not up to you the result will come in time so if you're a young creative wants to start a big wants to start a creative business my my first suggestion is ask yourself am i ready to take i am going to, i i i don't uh tell me if you're going to uh, bleep this yeah uh, yeah sure so are you ready to take the shit out of it because if not if you're just going with at the end there are other opportunities out there because starting a creative business it's sticking it for quite some time is nothing romantic right i, I it's you you can never sugarcoat anything about mm-hmm. this our day to day is tedious it's dirty and it's it's very unpredictable but because we stick to it to whatever end we stick to it and we believe that we can do it anything we can pass through so that's that's yeah. my take hundred percent i think that's really uh, you know a great uh, way to articulate that part and uh, and i also read uh, that uh, you uh, you've written uh, something about you know, doing the dirty works right so maybe they can check that out if you like and th- there's a lot of good stuff that jan said that and uh, yeah i i want i want mention here in the podcast so check that out <laughs> do the work yeah, right yeah. so and and probably jan right so uh, if if ever you know some some creatives or you know let's say let's assume that hey i know the business side hey i know how to make this profitable and the one questions that i've got in mind is how can they find that purpose right so you've mentioned before that you should start uh, on the you know to be practical to have a safety mm-hmm. net right so make sure you uh, you are you have a clothes or you have a good home mm-hmm. right so can you share your you, uh, maybe you can share the yeah. tips you have right now so how to find those purpose uh, for okay. uh, for everyone who might listening and who might uh, you know uh, really stuck in the situation right now. Okay, wonderful. Purpose, purpose, purpose. That's that's fantastic. Uh, okay, so for for people who already figured the business side and now they want to find their purpose, right? Uh, how can they do that? Uh, let me let me go back to the founder first because some mm-hmm. purpose is something like a seed. You just have to plant it and let it grow. But where the seed comes from is a big question. That's where the founder comes in. No amount of cultural reorientation can figure that out. It's really from the founder, the one who started it all. Because the founder has the reason mm-hmm. why he started 
it in the first place. It's not on the staff. It's not yeah. on anything. Really on the founder. So if the founder's first motivation is to just get money, play and get money, right? There's, that's the only motivation. Unfortunately for me, I think I can be wrong here. Some other pe- some people may not agree with me, but it stops there. Sometimes it most of the time, most of the time they just want to earn mm-hmm. money. It stops there unless they, uh, they, they start asking, what else can I do? Now that I have the money, what else can I do? Now that comes from a person with very, that, that comes with a very reflective person. Because when you already have everything, you're going to ask, what should I do with my life? Right? And then, you know, some people get to ask those questions. Some people have uh, managed to ask those kind of things along the way. So how do you find purpose, really? Let me, I have a framework for that. Yeah, I, I think I've shared this to all my people. Yeah, that's so, really cool. But there are five steps. Okay. So there are five steps. And all you have to do is to follow this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Whether you'll find purpose at the end, that's up to you. This is really a fact of self-discovery. Now, how I arrived at this was I was doing, most of the time, I was doing one-to-one with my staff, my, my teammates, right? The one I mentored, like two or I mentored a lot of guys in my, my company. So I realized that you don't just uh, arrive at purpose on day one. Unfortunately, you know, for people who don't understand the idea of purpose, you don't force them to say, you don't have a purpose, that's why you're like that. Mm-hmm. That's very immature to say. Okay? That, that, yeah, that's yeah. very immature yeah. and very, uh, should I say, you're trying to force a belief uh-huh. to someone that don't even understand the meaning of it. Right? So uh-huh, if yes. you're going to, to talk to a fresh grad who just came out of college, very idealistic, and then ask them, what's your purpose? Obviously, they, they'll have this yeah. wonderful uh, idea about life. But when when they grow old, they realize that it's not really as beautiful as they, they, they want it. So, <laughs> damn it. Maybe I forget about what I'm thinking back then. Now, the, the five steps really is about discovery. So, it, it starts from step one is find progress. Okay? Progress, mm-hmm. not perfection. Okay? Strive for progress first. Do whatever you want. Do whatever it is where you can find progress. Anything. To tell you honest, anything. Uh, I, I had experience with artists who is, whose is, who is design is okay, mm-hmm. but he's struggling for, uh, you know, to be good at something. So I, I, I told her, let's just start at the very beginning. Just do this every day consistently. Then you increase the, the difficulty as we go along. Progress, not perfection. Our focus yeah. here is to move forward, right? It's not to achieve perfection because to be honest, perfection is a bit overrated. You can never be perfect in day 100%. one. Any yeah. designer will always say they want their design to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when you're starting, your work is going to be crap. Right? Yeah. But the difference between good designer in a mediocre designer, good designer keeps on moving forward. That's what pros do. Mm-hmm. Amateurs, they just jump and say, I don't know, 
ay ayoko na to yun. Wala kang manatapos. Mm-hmm. You didn't even progress. What you do is you keep on jumping. Professionals, and this is what I always say to people, they keep on pushing things forward to whatever end it is, push forward. That's why the first step in finding your purpose is just to achieve progress. Any progress will do. Because once you feel that you're progressing, you're getting somewhere, right? So you take the small step, the small step, then another step. I won't say it's going to be easy, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say it's going to be smooth. Yeah. But the most important, you progress, right? That's the first step. The second step is you master something. When you progress, you will start to find what works for you and what doesn't work for you, right? So when when I was doing my creative work, I've tried everything. I edit the video, I do 3D, I do print, websites, and all, until I realized that I don't like anything uh, to do with print, I don't like anything to do with videos. So I'll focus myself on doing web design. That was my intent. That that that's why from from doing all this creative work, I narrowed down to very to something that I can focus myself into. Focus and mastery gets you deep into the process. It gives you that feeling of uh, command to the craft. Because when you master something, you go deep. Hindi mm-hmm. yung marang, I, I know yeah. Photoshop, I know Illustrator. And most of the time, people, artists around Facebook, I always read yeah. those comments, they focus on the tools. Unfortunately, mastery of tools is nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. That's only a tool. Parang master ka ba ng martilyo and you can say, I'm a good carpenter. Obviously, you're not, right? Yes. Carpentry, is really about how you use the wood, how to make sure that your everything is aligned. Mm-hmm. It's not about the hammer, not even about the saw, not even about the nails. Those are the tools. Most important part there is you master the craft because the craft gets you somewhere deep in the process. A mastery is critical. Right? Good clients get people with deep experience. You get to leverage yourself to your competitors because you're deep into something. That's why they get to charge more money compared to those who just do everything. Yeah. That's mastery. That's yes. mastery. 100%. So, yeah, right? So no, just, I just, I'm sorry for that. Uh, I just, I just to interrupt you. So, I'm just like to add something on that part. So, uh, a lot of creatives right now are trying to, you know, raise their prices uh, at the, you know, upfront and not knowing how, you know, uh, you should, uh, I always said that you should uh, you up your game and then be consistent with your crap and I'm always big with the long term, right? So I, I think it's it's a uh, it's really cool if you always add that up and like what Jan said that it's just a tool, right? So it, it's uh, it's always just a tool, but it will be different if uh, on the ways how you use it, right? So yeah, so just yeah, I just want to drop that out. So so yeah. yeah. Can, can you continue, Jan? Yeah, I, I, I totally, I 100%, I, I, I agree with you that most creative, I, I, I always read Facebook groups, they focus on the tools. Again, uh, when I started, I was using Photoshop, what, 6 or 5.5? Yeah. But <laughs> now it's already, what? I don't know, Photoshop CC or whatever. Yeah, right? Now CC, yeah. So, 
the tools move and progress. But even if you do, you're, you're not mastering any of it, to whatever tools you're using, you'll always produce the same kind of thing. That's why mastery comes, uh, is totally different from the tool. Right? You can be, uh, you know, it, it's the same like for musician. If you're a good piano player, you can sit to any piano and you can play wonderful music. Yeah, but if you're really, right? but if you're an amateur, if, you, yeah. if you're given a really expensive piano, you'll always sound crap. Right? So the, the, going back to, to the concept of mastery, it, it's really separate, it, different from the use of the tools. Mastery is about the craft. How you deepen yourself to the understanding of how you do the work, right? So now you progress, then you master. Number three is finding joy. You have to find joy to what you do. Joy means happy. You, 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 the feeling of uh, satisfaction. Okay, you have to feel mm-hmm. that you love the work that you do. Why? Because you'll experience what we call the deep. You're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to experience something that would uh, shock you. What if you're working with a really bad client? What if you don't have any more money in the bank? What will keep you going? What if you're you're already compromised? You don't have anything anymore. You have you have everything to lose. What's next? The only way for you to move forward is if you have the joy in you that whatever it takes, I know this is just a phase in my life and I'm going to get this through. Hard client is only a hard client. A tough project is only a tough project. But the most important part there is you find joy in what you do. Not meaning it, not meaning joy. You need to feel the happiness that you you get when you design something. That when you produce something, you you get that jolt of uh, euphoria that, wow, I'm producing something good. And I keep on doing that because it gives me that fuel to move forward in my journey. Right? If I don't love what I'm doing, if I don't love designing, if I don't love working with people, if I don't love discussing ideas with people, I will quit this industry yesterday. I've, I've, I've already, you know, I've, I've, I've experienced so much yeah. mm-hmm. that you don't even want to, uh, to hear. But because I love the, the craft, I love the industry, I love what I'm doing, and I find joy to it. So no matter how hard it is, no matter how many detractors or negative comments I get to even my family, to everyone I work with, it doesn't matter because I find joy to what I do. That keeps you moving forward and farther from your journey. Okay, that's the third. Mm-hmm. So progress, mastery, joy. The fourth is this where this is already the higher part. You have to share yourself to others. Right? Because remember, we are a creature, we are a social creature. Our, our, you know, our essence is, as, as a, a human being, is to be shared, or to share ourselves to others. That's why we build relationships. So the reason why we, we demand 
this kind of connection to others because we are meant to share ourselves with other people. We are not an isolated creature. We are social in nature. And as an, as, as, uh, it's essential for us to share ourselves to others because it's the fulfillment of our humanity. Right? If you can share yourself to others, how, how, what do you think life would be? That's why the fourth, pro, the fourth part of this process is to share yourself to others. You have to share whatever you're learning to whatever you're doing. You have to transcend yourself to me, to we, and to mm-hmm. others. That's essential. That's why you mentor kids. That's why you, I mentor my, my staff because I, 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 I get the fulfillment of sharing my, my insights to people I mentor. It's a way for me to plant my seed, right? A seed to the people I work with so that it will blossom in the end. I all, all I have to do is to cultivate it and then let it grow through time. That's why I, uh, this is this when, when we were doing uh, our Manco meeting, one of the common there, you know, culture is something that you actually work with. You plant your, your, your seed, right? You plant it. You, you share yourself, uh-huh. you teach them, and then you let it grow. You cultivate it. Parang nagtatanim ng halaman. Kailangan mong diligan, kailangan mong bantayan, kailangan mong painitan sa araw, kailangan mong, uh, you, you need to, to do all of this. It's the same thing with finding purpose. The fourth step is sharing. Because you can never share what you don't have. Right? I can never... Right? I can never share what my insight to you if I don't have experience to begin with. Right? So, uh, I, I, I can never do creative things if I don't have the capacity to be creative. So, my ideas will only be at certain point. If I don't cultivate it, I can share it to others. Showing your work is okay. Right? You, you show them what you've done, etc. But the best thing here is show them, show them how you've done it. Share yourself to others. Wag mo pakita yung ginawa mo na. Tapos na yun. Show them. Uh, I mean, share your thinking process. Share yourself. Because by sharing yourself, you're imparting your, your, uh, you know, you're imparting something within you. So that others can find value to it. Understand. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That's sharing. Right? So that's the fourth. Now, where does purpose fit in? Actually, if you do that whole the four steps for a very long time, you keep sharing yourself to others, you master, you progress. You know where purpose comes in? Where? It's, um, uh, it's a process of self-discovery. You will be surprised that purpose will stand right in front of you and say, Hey, I've been waiting for you. And then all you feel is that euphoria of saying, Man, all this time I've been searching for you. It's that kind of discovery. Purpose is about discovery. You discover it. You discover it not by focusing on yourself, but by sharing yourself to others. 
That's why if you're starting a business, if you already figure things out, right, share yourself to others as a business owner. Find a way to impart yourself to your, to your, to your employees. Find a way to impart yourself to others, to your clients. Don't just focus on the profit alone. Because when you start to earn already, to become stable, considering you've already done that, you'll, find, you'll, you'll ask for more. You are longing for relationship is natural for us. We are naturally and socially wired. It's our desire. Uh, I mean, it's our desire to be, to be human. It's our desire. To, to, to impart ourselves to others. Purpose, the last part there, can only be discovered if you go through the process, to the hardship, to discovering how you can share to others. And then after all that time, you will find that meaning in your life. That's how you get through that mythical, you know, that, that philosophical idea. It takes time. Mm-hmm. You don't just wake up tomorrow and say, I figured it out. I have my purpose. No. My purpose keeps changing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not, not, uh, sorry. My purpose is, is I have a single, singular purpose, but the way it manifests to me, the way I do my work, mm-hmm. right, changes. Before, my purpose is just to be good and, and, and do great work, but it's really shallow. Now my purpose is to design, but not the, the design that we always think of, which is the visual. No, my purpose yeah. now is to design so to design uh to to design organization, my organization, so that I can impart myself to them. I design uh I, I before I was a pixel. Uh, I, I push pixels, right? It's on the screen. Mm-hmm. Now I push people. I don't, I am not, now I'm not a pixel pusher. I'm yeah. a people pusher. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I, I, I want them to go through that process of mm-hmm. how they, you get through that doing the work and then discovering something greater than. That's for me. Absolutely. That's how, yeah. how you get through the whole process. And it ties up to mm-hmm. profit as well. Because if you keep on progressing, you keep on mastering the things, mm-hmm. definitely people will come to you. Money will come. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right? So that's how you, uh, we can tie it all together. There you go. I hope it, I didn't bore you with that. Yeah, that, that's okay, man. Yeah. That's really valuable. I, I think uh, uh, every creatives and not only creatives, but uh, if, if you consider yourself, uh, you know, uh, as an average person, uh, and don't don't think that you are not a creative, right? Everyone is a creative. So probably this really uh, very you know actionable steps that John John Paul said uh, said and shared in this podcast. And actually, uh, you can you can start right now if you can. Uh, don't procrastinate. Uh, get things done and take action. That's really one thing that uh, probably you need to. Uh, do right now, right? So it's it's a never-ending game and or battle. It's always a happy battle, like John Paul said, and and you you should go with it, right? So be uh, be be more 
uh, you know, and push yourself further, right? So that's it, and that that's yeah. really uh, great, man. Thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> step, right? So uh, let's go back now. I'm just, uh, you know, just uh, I'm 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 a random guy. <laughs> let's jump yeah, sure. with the sure. with, uh, yeah. with her thing, right? So if if you have any, you know, uh, any tips or uh, you know productivity tools that you are using, uh, can you share for all those? Uh, might be interested. Mm. Okay. Uh, to tell you honestly, I'm a bit of an old school guy. Uh, as of now, I always, I, I really just use uh, Photoshop. I still use Photoshop. I don't use Sketch. Uh, yeah. Well, my, my staff use Sketch. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm all, I, I, I still use Illustrator, uh, Maya for 3D. So my, my, my tool set is really if you want to put it bluntly, it's very antiquated. Yeah. Uh, antique na yun. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. Legends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in terms of productivity tools, to, to be honest, uh, well, uh, my, my team, we, we use a, a way to track our time, but basically that's, that's the only thing. My hacks with productivity, I don't think I'm the best person to, to be consulted on that. Uh-huh. I suffer the same I, I suffer the same sickness that every creative suffer. Yeah. A procrastination, uh, day to day, and not feeling inspired. Pressure. Man, to, to be honest, I am also the same. I, I, I am as, uh, I'm similar with any other creative that you'll ever talk to. I have the same fault. I am not even perfect in many ways. Uh, so I, I don't even hide that. I, I'm very open with that because th- that's the reality. I don't want to get. I don't want to produce an image that I'm very productive person. Uh, but I, I have my daily routine that helps me to produce work. Like I write in the morning. I keep writing. Uh, my my goal is just to write uh, how many words? Five hundred words every day. Wow! So that I, I keep on practicing my writing. I'm not even a good writer. I think I'm, I'm bad at some, but it doesn't matter. I just want to write because if I'm going to follow my steps to purpose, I'm going to start with progress. So I keep on writing things, right? So that's, that's my application. And then for design, because I don't really do uh, design anymore like what I've done, production design. I have my, my team here to work with me. I'm just doing mainly direction. but just like any any creative, I have my faults sometimes because of my busy schedule. Mm-hmm. I I don't have the time to focus on giving proper direction. Yeah. Uh, I'm very lousy with direction sometimes, and my team might be confused what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> so you know, I'm just a regular creative, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm still figuring things out. But I've already built a system uh, for me to. Uh, to work my way through. That if, if there's a need for me to perform, I'm going to perform and deliver uh, and, and show up because I've, that's, that's what I've paid for for a very long time. But uh, yeah, as, you know, as, you, as you grow old, you have to let go of, of certain things like, like that. And before I was very adamant, no, 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 I'm going to yeah. be a designer, I'm going to, to produce, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. But if you start working with people, uh, you you graduate 
from doing the work and then letting other people shine instead. So mm -hmm. it's not me anymore. It's my team that's shining through the work. And I'm, I'm more happy uh, than, than me doing the, the work. Yeah, that's it. And that's thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah. It's all those stories and that practical, you know, practical tools and uh, and advices. You know, uh, I I might uh, I don't know if I should ask this. What's your best practical advice for everyone? I think you've mentioned a lot of value <laughs> in <this> episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's it should, <laughs> should ask. Yeah, I, think, so, yeah. Yeah, I usually five, ask that before we yeah. wrap up the show. Yeah, the, the five steps is enough. Yeah, yeah, enough. that's I, enough. That's really enough. Super <laughs> enough, man. So thank you so much, man. And, and I'm, uh, that's really great, you know, to be, uh, to be, you know, to to chat with you. And I think a lot of creatives are uh, overthinking right now, you know, to uh, get out of their comfort zone or to be uh, find their purpose, purpose or whatever they would like to do. And John is really, you know. Uh, just gave him or just gave himself uh, <laughs> a lot of creatives are really you know uh, not vulnerable enough to share it right uh, it, it's it's really uh, ha you need to have a guts a lot of guts to share all, all your vulnerables <laughs> or all your weaknesses right so thank you so much Jan for being on you. the podcast you know to swinging by once again on the podcast so so for those who are interested, who, you know, might want to reach you out or ask questions and maybe, uh, you know, um, ask some advice from you as well. So what's the best links or what's the best channels that they can reach you out? Well, I'm always on Facebook. They can, they can ask me there. They can add me. And then if they want to ask questions, they can always message me. Uh, I think if you're going to post this, my, you're going to tag me. Either way, so they can always look into that. So if they they're looking for work, we're looking for designers as well. They can they can check uh, our Facebook page, Rain Creative, uh, and then Frost Design in Consulting Group. So there, I can you know there, yes. there are links that, that uh, they can they can check. I can yeah, for sure. So yeah, for sure, I will put all the links on our show notes below for those who are listening. And for all of my audience, TDLS audience, uh, just scroll down. And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud, or even in the in the actual site, you just scroll down. Um, probably you'll uh, you'll get all the links that you needed, right? So once again, Jan, thank you so much for swinging by on the podcast. I know you're super busy, and I'm, I'm super honored to uh, to have you on the show. And talk to you soon again later. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Life Show. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online 
Again, that's patreon.com slash TDLS. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.